Welcome back to the Blindsiders. I'm Brian, and I'm joined by Dylan. Dylan, how you doing? Hey, doing good. Yeah, we killed off Ben. Um, plot twist to, to to the season, and uh, yeah, here we are. Just the two of us. Just the, we're uh, we're taking Wicked Good Show, and we're hijacking it. And this mm-hmm. is now this is now what this is. Yeah, just put a little X on the Blindsiders logo up there, and then put Wicked Good Show logo next to it. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, this this is the Blindsiders. We are covering the 44th season of survivor and all in all i thought this was a pretty good episode dylan what'd you think agreed yeah i liked it i think it's nice to see some more uh, personalities come out as someone in their uh in their pool uh who has three three members on the same tribe <clears throat> uh and basically all three of those uh people i had tonight were on the chopping block when i came to a vote um, so that was definitely an interesting watch, but I'm really coming around on Carolyn. Um, I think that she's going to be like a really fun, chaotic player. If she can stick around, it seems like she's really fighting some like demons in her head every time she has a thought. And it's just a really, it's really interesting to watch. I'm really, I like her a lot, but yeah, the episode as a whole, it's good. Um, I, I, I pretty much feel like where I was at this point last season, I, I like most of the cast. Uh, I think the show, uh, the, the whole birdcage thing, added in a fun little twist uh, that like, I wasn't sure how that was going to work out. And I think that it worked out uh, pretty well in this episode in terms of entertainment. Uh, yeah, it was good. It was good. I think there's still the worries concerns there from like a production standpoint and from a, a personality standpoint with some of these people, but I, yeah, I liked it. It's, it, it was a, it was a really good kind of like a, in, uh, intro episode isn't the right way term, but it was a good like bridge episode to kind of get us in, keep keep getting us to the merge. I feel like I'm really actually starting to know these people. So, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, what I liked most about this episode is that we didn't have a trip to an island to go over some yeah. crazy advantage. I think Survivor is always and will always be at its best when we're at camp. We're seeing people interact. We're seeing people spin out. We're seeing people find little trinkets in the woods. Um, and th- this episode had everything. So for me, I really enjoyed that. But uh, yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about the birdcage. So obviously in the first episode, we saw Brandon opening it in front of the tribe. Uh, not the case this episode on Soka. Danny, who I think has... Uh, real like fringe tony upside perhaps mm-hmm. of being like you know you maybe you don't see him initially as like a kind of chaotic force but i think mm-hmm. he's kind of leaning into that uh he finds the key to the birdcage and he's able to not only find it get it without anyone seeing and then rehide it so don't what do you think of his execution <laughs> on uh, finding this idol for uh the soka tribe it's funny that like comparison to tony that's that's uh i like never would have thought of it but that, that is um that's pretty spot on he also seems he feels like kind of like an uh an outcast in that tribe too like we have like the showman so it seems like that he's kind of like the another another like kind of firefighter uh seemingly on the outside of his tribe to start but um and it's nice, it was nice to see him because, like I said last week, I completely forgot he was in this game uh, when I went back and looked at the uh, at the list. Yeah, it was really interesting. Uh, it's it's really nice to see people get advantages and do things and not immediately start uh, telling everybody else. 
So that was, that was really great to watch. Um, uh, I thought him, him immediately putting, putting the bag back was very smart. And it's also like, it doesn't matter what's in, it doesn't matter really what's in the bag. Cause I guess they don't have the key to open up the bag. It, it, you can put anything in it, whether it's the fake idol or, or anything. I, I, I personally would have held on to both the fake idol and the real idol. And, you know, just put like a little, like our little rock in there. Uh, but I liked it. I thought it was good. And I, it was kind of cool to see his, he was very like calm, cool and collect when he did it compared to Carolyn, which was like causing just like chaos in, in, in her own head. And then the tribe all turned into a bunch of like Hardy boys trying to figure out who did it and that not looking at the one person who had the key. Uh, so it's cool. Yeah, yeah we'll, I, we'll get to that. That was interesting. I think, I think, uh, I think yeah, I think Danny's a, a player to watch. It, it, this is, what I mean, kind of by like the, the intro type episodes, I, obviously the, the, the players <clears throat> that you're going to know are going to be good players from here on out. It usually start to poke out around like episodes two, three or four. Um, and uh, maybe, maybe, maybe Danny is one of them. It was nice to spend a lot of time with that tribe because we didn't really get a whole lot of time with them last week, except for um, Franny and, uh, and my other guy. Let me pull up my list, Matt. Matt. Yeah. Um, which another let's see we talked about it maybe maybe we get a true showman's i don't know we'll see in typical Love fashion in the why, air dylan in here. typical fashion why we why, why we don't like i feel like we don't get them in modern games anymore because when even when somebody seems to be like any sort of friendly towards someone else in the show the others become suspicious uh which we obviously saw with like claire immediately kind of be like oh, i don't know i don't know um but it, I think it'd be nice to see one like kind of fully play out. I just think for the drama, the drama from that would be is something that, like I said, we need some sort of uh, some sort of uh, different uh, storytelling going on this season. I think that would be that would be nice too if we can get that going out. But who knows? Yeah. That could be completely done with in a week when they realize that they'd rather play the game than fall in love. Yeah, I mean, I hope not. I hope this nerd love goes the distance. Personally. Um, I like Matt and Franny. I think uh, I, I think I recall back in the day when Rob Cesarino was talking about his Survivor All Stars experience with uh, Robin Amber on a six person mm-hmm. tribe and having his showmance. He says the most difficult thing about it is like if two people immediately group up, it, all other four people have to go against them, and yep. it's not gonna happen usually. There's gonna yep. be probably one. Or two who are like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll work with the showman. So very interesting here. But I did I did really enjoy Claire being not about it whatsoever. Yeah, it's <clears throat> it has an interesting element too, because I feel like uh, like I said, Dan Danny seems kind of like an outcast in this tribe. And it seems like everybody else it kind of meshes together really well, even like Heidi, who's who's a little bit of an older one. Um and yeah, I, this was a tribe I, I probably left last week thinking it was maybe the tightest in terms of who, who I felt like. Like even though contrary, I feel like we didn't spend enough time with them, but I felt like this tribe, if there was one of the one of these three tribes would band together at emerge, it probably would have been this tribe. So to add that, to add that kind of uh, uh, another element like that into it is uh, is interesting. Sorry, I'm really like I'm really like fumbling words tonight. I don't know what oh, it is. I don't, I don't know if the the lack of Ben is like yeah. throwing me off. I don't I don't I don't know what it, it threw is. me like, off. That's for yeah. sure. Here I, mean, I am hosting I like, like ten other podcasts a week, and the one time I don't have Ben for this, I'm like, wait, what's the name of this show again? What, yeah. How do I introduce it? So Ben, we miss you. Please come back next week. Um, 
One thing I wanted to ask you about the Soga Tribe. Do you think uh, just the the combination of Danny and Josh is just too much for the other tribes to overcome at this point? Uh, those are two like in shape dudes who seem to be like carrying this tribe pretty hard. I mean, I you, you would have thought maybe Brandon and 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 uh, Matthew on on uh, Ratu would have been the the competitors there uh, to those two. Yeah, uh, but Brandon so far obviously is a huge physical threat. Uh, Matthew, a little it seems to be a little more finesse. I really did like when he brought up that he built his own little snake puzzle in his own backyard to try it. Um, that's uh, that's obviously cool to see. It's all all pretty common in, in modern Survivor too, where people are saying that they're building the the puzzles and the challenges in their backyard when obviously they're doing what like I feel like ninety percent of them are usually things that they've done before. When it comes to challenges, a lot of the puzzles, yeah, in, in some fashion. So that's cool, and like he, like he dominated. So it's, it kind of gives you hope too. If you ever want to go in Survivor, like definitely, the number one thing, learn how to use Flint, and then obviously start start practicing these puzzles. Puzzles for sure would be something that I would be the worst at. I feel like, so any sort of reoccurring puzzles yeah. they do, I would I would have to immediately immediately practice on. Cause I like, I don't know puzzles like in the spotlight. I I would probably I'd, I'd just be a deer in headlights i'd be that one that, that that's what gets me voted off so i'm just like i'm not yeah. a challenge <laughs> i do anything in my power to not be the person making a puzzle yep. just because yeah it's it's a real hero or goat uh, role i'm like if i could if I, if I imagine what kind of player i would be if i played survivor i'm definitely like sandra I'm like I'm not I I I gotta I I have to be purely social, uh, I'm, as I'm not gonna be a threat physical. Uh, may, may, I'm a pretty good swimmer, so maybe swimming wise I'd be able to do something, but any other like physical activity I'm probably definitely not the one to go to. And even puzzles, like I said, I'm just you know I can maybe you know uh, pull a rabbit out of my hat once or twice, but uh, definitely not consistently. So I I I would definitely be like the Sandra of like. I'm just gonna build everything off my social side, uh, type of player, which is fine. I, think, I feel like I feel like that person wins most of the time. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously Sandra, two-time winner, like she's she's amazing. But I think that strategy is like the optimal strategy nowadays, mm-hmm. because like I I don't think there's any place to be like an aggressive, you know, like conniving player anymore. One because there's so many like people who are incredibly familiar with how the game works and all the permutations of, you know, what can happen and the past players, everyone's like a super fan now. So I don't think you can get away with being that type of player. And then two, there's just so much variance with these twists and stuff that like you could have everything perfectly lined up and still just like get screwed because mm-hmm. people don't want to vote because they don't want to have to draw a line in the sand so they're just going to opt out of voting like mm-hmm. like matt did you know it's it's extremely tough i feel to play like a domineering game in this day and age um i i mean maybe someone will prove me wrong eventually but in, in until we get away from all these twists that add in high variance i think the, the optimal strategy is the same strategy just like i'm game for whatever whoever as long as it's not me and uh we'll see we'll see if anyone kind of adopts that on this but uh i think i think the actual structuring of just being purely physical and having mm-hmm. really like next to no social or, or 
or um or i like to call like the puzzles more finesse type uh mm-hmm. gameplay uh i feel like that's impossible these days like yeah. uh even even jonathan uh from uh from 42 40 on yeah, 42, 42 now yeah. even jonathan on 42 i thought i like jonathan a lot obviously a really absolute one of the more physically dominant players that i've ever played the game ever and yeah he at some points had that little he had the small small spark of being social but mm-hmm. um if, if you end up like just seemingly being an unlikable meathead to people even when you're like the lightest bit sociable even that's not going to work so I, i'm sure i'm sure there's got to be someone that will eventually be both physically dominant and very good at their social game Mm-hmm. I do feel like that. Obviously, that that's like that's that is maybe the perfect recipe to to be a winner because I feel like maybe that maybe the physical challenges aren't as important anymore just because they're not getting the 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 physically focused players. You know, mm-hmm. maybe that's why they're not playing as big as a role. Because you go back and look at, you know, obviously I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a like a mid mid late season lover so like anything like post like 25 into like 35 mm-hmm. which i feel like you, you had so many people that were physically both physically strong and very social in those in those seasons and it just made for much more entertaining t- television because it is really fun to watch someone just absolutely dominate challenges uh, left and right or to have multiple people really battling it out that's the other thing too i feel like we just have not had anybody where that have really like physically just competed against each other and that's not even like it's not even like it's a man on man thing because we've had so many women go toe to toe with like gigantic men. Like we saw Lindsay with and Jonathan that season. She she beat him um, in a few physical challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember exactly who it was, but even like the the seasons where Joe was dominating, there was always like at least one other female that was like the the, the physical threat in that season. Mm-hmm. So I do th- I do think it would be fun to not to completely sidetrack from asking about about Matthew building a puzzle in his backyard, but uh, um, I do think that would be really fun to see again. And it's like not not to make each week kind of like the critique of what I want to see rather than what mm-hmm. I'm actually seeing, uh, but that's definitely that's definitely up there. I would love to see that type of gameplay being done again. But who I mean, who knows? Who knows if it can even be done. And you know that like the most physically grueling um, version of Survivor that we're getting right now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe these 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 guys. I mean, look what happened to Brandon. You know, three mm-hmm. days in, he was like extremely dehydrated, and at that point, mm-hmm. you're just rendered useless. Yeah. No. I and I think, um, you know, the the Aussie, the Joe, the Joes, they're so like once in like a, a I don't want to say generation, but like maybe once in every like ten season batch, you know, mm-hmm. where it's like you hit with this like guy who's or mostly guy usually who's just like perfectly built to dominate these challenges. But uh, Mm -hmm. yeah. So over, (laughs) I want to transition to Carolyn, maybe someone who's, who's not um, perfectly built for this game of survivor, but is perfectly built to be an incredibly entertaining character on survivor. Uh, Carolyn finds the idol, takes the bag, returns the bag, inadvertently causes everyone to point fingers at each other because the i guess they just think well carolyn couldn't possibly have found the the key to this so what do you think of carolyn's night here on uh, episode two it, it made her and there it definitely added more of an element to her than just being the, the crazy the crazy woman from the first episode i think now we're seeing that she's a crazy woman but she's entertaining to watch 
uh at least for me that's that's what i got <clears throat> i loved her going back there in a panic and then like you obviously we got at that point i never would have had the thought to replace the weight in the bag so i definitely ain't, aren't even gonna i'm not definitely not even gonna knock her for that because like i said the, the whole the whole the whole element with the, the the fake idol being in there with the with the real idol i i think is kind of stupid maybe i'm like misunderstanding its whole purpose but really in the bag it's just it's a traditional idol and they just threw in the fake idol just for the hell of it right like there's no other like, like yeah so it looks it. it looks like and i could be completely wrong and they didn't focus on it so Danny gets the idol, right? Mm-hmm. And it looks like a pretty normal idol. Mm-hmm. And then he gets a coin on a string, which could have been an idol too, like depending on the season. Um, and then when Carolyn gets it, hers is reversed. Her idol is the coin and her fake idol is like the traditional bead idol. Um, so I, do I, have a traditional, but like I do have a question newer. about that though. I thought she just mixed it up, or one of them. Mixed that's it up that's that's what I don't too. know. Yeah, I yeah I don't know if survivors like playing it so like oh okay, this person will have an idol that looks like this, and this person will have a fake idol that looks mm-hmm. like their real idol, and it will cause like more confusion, or maybe Carolyn um, was confused because Danny seemed to read from the clue that the coin was just a normal coin. Yeah. Um, so yeah, well, that'll be very interesting to see. So like that 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 convolutedness aside, um, I, I think actually having the fake idol in there is kind of dumb. Unless you have the scenario where you put the fake idol back into the cage and like put a key out there to purposely trick someone. I think that's the only like that's the only part of that where I think that that's like really fun having the fake idol. I, um, but like like I said, I I probably wouldn't even do that. I would just. Throw, literally throw away the key and lock everything back up um just the bag and you know nobody nobody ever has to know that there's even a fake idol out there at that point because like yeah they need the key to get in um but yeah in relation to actually carolyn herself i think that she literally just she literally just kind of like fell ass backward until the rest of her tribe like being way too smart for their own good and not just piecing together that literally the only other member of this tribe that was not with us when we just went for a walk after we walked by the birdcage to see what it was like uh, has the actual idol. Because uh, that was a great scene after, too, where you had Carson talking about how he read all these FBI books and all that. Like, we always get at least one person a season uh, that says something in that fashion. He immediately starts checking. And this was actually what I thought was it was a great edit too and it makes you wonder like how many times that they get um uh content like this where they just end up dropping of people just saying that they're suspicious of all these different people but in this actual instance you have everybody saying how how good they are at reading other people it was great because they're obviously they were reading people that we knew for a fact didn't have the idol or anything like that um and so that was that was awesome like when uh, they were walking away and Carson was like, oh, yeah. And then I saw like Helen, like bring her hands to her face. And then Yam Yam was like, so like, oh, yeah, she was she was shaking going through her bag. Um, that was that was that was really good. That was like a, a props to to editing for that, because I thought that was uh, it was basically like making fun of them without actually making fun of them. It was it was good. Yeah. Yeah. It, it makes me a little concerned with uh, the training that people are getting in law enforcement. If uh, mm-hmm. Carson can be that far off. But I do think it's a little confirmation bias right where it's like one of these four people or one of these three people are the person with the idol 
and this person is acting in a way that I think is suspicious, so it must be them rather than like considering Carolyn. And I think I think it's also what makes Carolyn such a she's so much more interesting to me in this episode than she was in the first episode. Is that I think that what if she's like the character that just like a bumblebutt fall like falls into everything just falls into place with her like going forward, and like nobody nobody suspects her because they they think that she's just this this like this this wacky this wacky girl uh, mm-hmm. you know i'll just carry her along as a goat and like all of a sudden you know carolyn has two idols uh, has like an advantage you know and she's teaming up with you know three different people who think they're using her or actually she's just gonna play an idol on on, on herself three straight times and make it into like the, mm-hmm. the final four like I, I i do think that that would be really fun it, it goes into like maybe sometimes the 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 inept and chaos is much more entertaining than the actual, you know, really thought out and well executed gameplay. Uh, and I think maybe, hopefully, we get it with her. I really hope, I do really hope she sticks around for a while, because the one thing, like I said, I like, I like this, I like this group. I like this season so far. I don't think there's really any sort of like dominating, uh, attractive personalities outside of Carolyn and, and uh, Jam Jam. Yeah. Um, outside yeah. of that, I think everybody else is pretty like they're kind of like stereotypical in the sense that like you know I love Survivor, I'm here to play. Yeah, I a little do, cut from the same cloth. I want to do the smartest thing. Like the the, the only difference is you know their 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 ethnic background and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Other than that, they're all seemingly the same exact player. Yeah. Um, we really need someone who just goes out there and be like, I'm a villain. I want to crush everyone's we, streams. We need, I want to backstab people. We need like, it so we need it so bad. Yeah. It's it's and I don't know if we'll get it, you know, in today's no. current climate. Like who knows? No. I, I, I don't know if we'll get it, you know, because like like I, I feel like the most You'd like get killed on social media, it would be horrible. The most villain villain we've had has been like Shan and Shan. I didn't even think was that yeah, much. She wasn't even like a villain. She was just somebody that was playing like like hard, hard and selfish. Yeah. Like probably the like I think Shan would have fit him really well. You know, fifteen seasons ago, mm-hmm. um, and like Shan's, I feel like like I said, the closest to a villain we've had, and she's just not a villain. You yeah. know, you're not gonna you're not gonna compare Shan to like Johnny Fairplay and or and Russell and, Hans, and Russell or, Hands. Yeah. Like, that's just not going to happen. So I'm like desperate for that. And it is, it is a little demoralizing. Like I've said that I feel like we're, we're entering a repetitive stage of they're basically getting the same, all these same people, mm-hmm. you know, and they're just, their, their backgrounds are, are what's different. Yeah. Um, but their, their play yeah. style is all the same and like their personality is all the same. And like, I get it. Like I, I would want to go in survivor. I wouldn't want to be a villain. I wouldn't want to be the one, I you would know. Survivor CBS. <laughs> I'll backstab everyone. I don't care. I would like. I, I, I would want to go on, and I, you know, I want to be like a, a, a hero type level player. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I want to be the one that that people are like. You know, he, he did everything right, so good. But like from a watching standpoint, yeah, I'm like I'm so desperate for that type of person. I think it's why I'm starting to latch on to Carolyn more and more. Is that she's not a villain we're, you know we're not going to get the, the villain side of her but we're going to get someone that's going to play so crazy uh and is, is going to be entertaining it's like when we were at the tribal watching her break down you know i mean and i hope that like she, everything in her life is good 
you know because obviously i hope that there's no actual like any sort of like yeah, me mental too. problems and like i know yeah. she's a drug counselor i can't imagine that's an easy job mm-hmm. and i know i know a lot of drug counselors also come with like dr- drug history previously you know and they, i think she they, said that in the first episode right yeah. And so a lot of those people have obviously gone through a lot in their life. So I really hope she's not currently going through anything. Cause it, she's like, it is wild to see someone like that emotional, that quick, you know, on, on a show like this and how, like just seeing how nervous she was, you know, trusting just Carson. Uh, I hope, like I said, I hope mentally she's all there. I'm sure they, she is. I'm sure that like, they've they, nowadays they, they check everybody out, especially after events of, of uh, recent seasons. So, um, I which is kind of come around to my full point. I think it's really entertaining just seeing her just be absolute batshit and kind of play this out. And it's not even, I'm not even saying that in like a oh, like making fun of her sense or like, or, or, or like, you know, oh, look at the crazy lady. Ha-ha. I'm just saying it's pretty entertaining because I think it's going to create such a chaotic player. Uh, and I think it could be really good for Survivor. Or she's voted out next week because she didn't know how to properly play. I I don't know that that's what yeah. remains to be seen. My hot take: she's she's around for a long time. I, I hope so. She's long for this game. I think um, Jam Jam has her back, and Carson is attracted to to her energy. It seems. Um, I mean, he voted with her tonight. Um, do we have much to say about the challenge? It was a good challenge. I liked you know Matt making the homemade. Uh, puzzle that's very fun to someone who's made tons of puzzles for you know our um lrgs and all that i uh, respect that uh josh you know came from behind one but uh yeah it seems like it's going to be a very straightforward vote but i think jam jam kind of looks around is like hmm is it in my best interest to be here with carson helen and sarah Mm. or maybe should i keep carolyn around (laughs) And then that, <coughs> it was it was really smart by him and also obviously great to see for someone that's that I, as i just explained for 15 minutes is team carolyn um because i assume she was dead in the water and, and like obviously votes never go the way you expect it just like just like he's jim just said he's like how oh, often is the easy vote ever the vote that actually happens or what carson said that to her whoever said yeah, that carson said. uh um it was good. Jib Jab could be Jib Jab could be the secondary personality. Like I said, he's the only other one in in the rest of the game that I feel like I really um, he's different from everybody else uh, with how he acts. Like him yeah. immediately saying, "Yeah, I was acting like I was going along with them, but I I knew I wasn't." Yeah. Um, no, I think I think if he had gone around and we vote Carolyn off, he's dead in the water so hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I I think it'd be great to have them be the two that that managed to make to make the merge um so the people i had the, the the people i had in my pool were are all three in the same tribe i had carolyn sarah and he- sarah and helen so like uh, i knew i was losing one tonight um helen you know uh actual hometown from mass you know whaling girl um definitely wish she got to do more uh but you know it's not like we just lost some amazing player i mean it sucks going that early i mean that'd be an actual nightmare going that early. So that, that stinks. But between Helen, you know, we've already lost Bruce. So that, I mean, who knows how much worse that tribe's going to get Carson, someone I am assuming makes the merge. Um, I'm, I don't, I'm not, necessarily yeah, he's, he's kind of filling that Spencer role, right? He's, he's not someone that I think, I don't think Carson's going to win. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, it's uh, the way too early to tell, you know, uh, Reigns who I think is going to win. Carson's not up there. Uh, but, and then that, the other person I have, like I said, is Sarah and Sarah is uh, very, very bland to me so far, both with what she's done in challenges and, and personality. So she's someone that I can see going next week. Uh, so that really just leaves Carolyn, Carolyn Carson and, and Jam Jam. And I think that that's great, uh, for that tribe. I think you're very clearly getting the three most entertaining players out of that because Carson's just a cut of that. Everybody else. I'm here to play the, you know, the best game I'm reading FBI books. You know, I want to make sure I'm doing all the right rules or and all the, all the right moves, things like that. Um, so that's like, he's the best middle between Jam Jam and, and Carolyn. So that's my assumption. But who, like I said, who knows? Uh, I'd be really bummed if Carolyn gets voted out. Cause that then th- that's my nightmare going forward is it's just like, it's just r- r- rinse and repeat from the past, you know, three seasons. It's, it's, mm-hmm. Uh, they they need her to stick around, and who knows? Maybe we have other batch of people that are here that we just don't know are actually crazy yet. Um, yeah. But I like Danny a lot, you know. Um, I like Danny. I like I like Matthew. Uh, I like uh, I like Maddie before we she left. I like Claire from what mm-hmm. I've seen from her so far. Claire has kind of been the one, you know, that had, that blew up one team last week when she asked about the uh, the what happened on the island and what they did and caused the chaos yeah. there. Yeah, Dylan, do you think Claire's ever going to play in a challenge this season? So that was that was my question when you actually talked about the challenge, too, is, is why was she able to sit out? Well, she sat out that. because Bruce got medevac. So it was because it was it was yeah. unfortunate. And then I think okay. the Tribal Council resets the sit-out. I see. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, we have famously Sandra, you know, the queen of sitting out of challenges. Yeah. Uh, Abby Maria sat out a lot of challenges yep. on her season. Um I think it'd be hilarious if Claire makes it the entire pre-merge and never plays in a challenge. I would, uh, I would unironically stand that. But uh, just funny because that's actually overall that seems like a very physically fit team. Yeah, and she seems like a very she seems like a physically fit person. So um, I, I I don't know if there's something behind that or if it's just like you know you're the weakest of the of the fits. strong tribe. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I don't think she'd be sitting out on other tribes. You know, uh, another thing I wanted to talk about too, real quick, was at the beginning of the episode too. Which another, another one of my complaints. I'm just now going to complain every week, okay. and, <laughs> and then just say I'm done complaining, and then come back immediately after. Mm, but yeah, yeah. I don't know why we're not getting the intro. I know I brought it up the past oh, last, yeah, last I season. I just so I don't weird. get I don't get why is that like, is that like 30 seconds really that you can't <laughs> like you can't cut out like a short like uh you know montage from the challenge or, or mm-hmm. something like that like. Uh, the intro is so iconic. I think it's it's yeah. so crazy to get rid of, and you know, I'll bring yeah. it up every time I think about it because it's it's and everybody I know now that, that, that has gotten in Survivor, whether they stopped watching and they came back, or they're just now getting the Survivor and they got caught up both on Netflix and on um, Paramount Plus. They bring up why don't why don't they do the intro anymore? I just don't get it. I really didn't want to pay Tim Duncan's brother anymore. I guess. <laughs> I like. I don't. I don't. I, I don't get it. Is that who did the intro? Is Tim Duncan's yes. brother? Yeah, <laughs> Tim Duncan's brother. He'd film it all and put it all together for them each season. Is that his sole job, or did Tim Duncan's brother? Just that was his job. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know what he's doing now, but I'm sure it's still making you know film and stuff. But uh, wow, that's yeah. a, that's a that's a fun trivia fact. I can I can now use. I did not know that. Yeah. It's, um. I love that fact. I always try to bring it up when I can. But yeah, I mean, I saw some a fan made an intro that was pretty good. But like, 
I'd feel a little sad if I was on Survivor and they didn't put an intro. And the first season I can really remember this, it's going back like One World. Season 24 was the first one where it didn't air uh, with the show, but they like put it on YouTube. Yeah. And then it like aired like once. But uh, yeah, they just don't do it anymore. And I don't get it. Um, I've been watching Australian Survivor this season and uh, they still do it. And it, it all, honestly, it's weird how much Australian Survivor feels like Survivor and how little current Survivor feels like Survivor. Yeah. Very strange. It was, it was uh, one of our typical uh, derailments. Um, it's a conversation I have on each episode. <laughs> It was a conversation I had with my brother while we were watching this episode too. Um, he's someone that always brings up the the intro, and he's a he's a newbie. He just recently got in Survivor, steamrolled through like twenty seasons, like I did, you know, in like a, within a year. Um, and that and he always, he 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 brings up the same points I do a lot of the time too. Of like, uh, you know, you need a villain, or like you're desperate for a villain. Maybe you don't need a villain, but you're very desperate for a villain. I think you need a villain. Um, the intro. And then also, uh, fuck, I forgot my point. <laughs> I kept trying to circle back around to it. What were you, what, what'd you just say? You said the, 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 you said something about, um, uh, just now, what I just said, what don't even, I, don't even, don't even cut this out. Cause if they're still listening, okay. who cares? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to remember this third point. Cause it was a decent point. I was just saying that the, the, uh, Australian survivor feels more like, uh, survivor than current survivor does and fans made an intro for the cast but like mm. that tim duncan's brother made the intro before is anything jogging your memory or no no i want to look through my text messages him but well i'm on the thought of it though because i know you watch i know you watch big brother um Indeed. i don't yes. know if you watch amazing race but do they still do like their intros too or is it like a cbs thing when they just yeah yeah big brother does um I haven't watched Amazing Race in a little while, but I'm pretty sure they still do their version. Um, but yeah, Big Brother does. I mean, Big Brother also airs three episodes a week, so it's like, you know, they're not like, oh, God, we got to put so much into each episode. Yeah. I mean, Australian Survivor also airs three episodes a week, so I guess that could be uh, – also, why they do it that way? But uh, uh, this this might have, this might have been my point, but it's more of a talking point than like me making a point. But I also feel like too any any hope. I, I winners at war was kind of like the swung song for a lot of like the really OG players. Yes, like I, I like we'll never. I don't think we'll. I, I I don't think he's officially said it, but I don't think we'll ever get Boston Rob again. Uh, we know for a fact we're not getting Sandra. Uh, I don't even think we'll. Oh, get the, I, like, I don't know. I think Sandra would come back if they asked. I think she said. I think she said she was officially done. Really? I think she That's said. Crazy. I think she said that in Winners at War when she left the the um. Uh, the, yeah, but then the then like beach. the next year she played an Australian Survivor. So I don't. I don't oh, believe that she's oh, retired. Okay, okay interesting. <laughs> okay, I actually forgot that. I did know that. I forgot. I forgot yeah. she played. And her daughter Australian Nina played with her. Now That's right. Nina's yeah. on the current season of Australian Survivor as well. Because my 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 point is too is I don't even know because the game is so different now. And the point that I'm now remembering what you said was is that Australian Survivor is feeling more like Survivor than real Survivor or U.S. Survivor is. And, and that's so true because like, I, I even wonder if those players would want to come back and play the current game. Um, I, that's, I think, that's... and this might be a conspiracy theory, but I think 
like I know Jeff hypes up the 26 day season and everything, but I think they're a little embarrassed compared to the 39 day season. Of I think they're a little like worried that they're gonna invite some of these old school players back and they're gonna be like, This is like really easy compared to the 39 day game, and I don't think they want that. Yeah, that's an interesting point of view to have. Yeah. Jeff is really trying to sell us that, like, yeah, it's shorter, but it's so much harder than normal mm. Survivor. And I don't necessarily buy into that. I think the thing that old school Survivor has over the new iteration is just like the downtime, the length. Yeah. Like, it's an endurance game as much as it's like yeah. a social strategy game, right? I, and I don't think it benefits it. I think most people agree it doesn't. It doesn't benefit it. Um, you know, it's still it's still like watchable. You know, we're still here talking about it and having fun. But I don't think in any yeah. fashion is it is it a better version of uh, of older Survivor. Um, but that's a that's a really interesting point to bring up because I, I was I was saying like obviously like I don't I don't think Boston Rob comes back. I don't think Sandra would be one to come back. Like I don't think even like uh, Parvi. I don't think would be one to come back. Yeah. Um, yeah. even like the likes of like Tyson, I really don't know if like Tyson would come back. Uh, I, I would, yeah. I'd lose my mind if he did, but I just don't. I think that he, like you said, I think that I think that they would see this game and think they're just so far above it. And I, I think and so. I, I don't mean that in like an uppity sense either. It's just like they because they probably are, you know, it's like it's like inviting an MLB, <laughs> MLB pitcher to come back and play on like a double A AA contract yeah, or something, right? Like that. Yeah, and I, I, you know, I think. Like you said, the variance—it's just—it's just such a different game. I don't think it would be appealing to a lot of those players, yeah. to be honest. But uh, I know we're short on time here. Do you have much to say about Carson flipping over to uh, Jam Jam and Carolyn and voting Helen off? What What are your final thoughts for that? No, I mean it's something that it's something that would have had to happen at some point because I think that you know I, I I'm I'm whatever in terms of Carson and, and Helen and Sarah. In terms of gameplay, like I said, I, I think Sarah's pretty bland at this point. And Helen, obviously, you know, didn't even suspect she was going to get voted out. I think Carson made the move you probably would have had to make down the road, which is, you know, you have three players who uh, aren't chaotic or or seemingly stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I don't doubt that Sarah and Helen are both, you know, smart people that would have eventually saw the same route he would have had to take to that. Like, I'm going to have to vote them out before they vote me out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, unless they really were dead set on you know going into merge and being the three together, I don't, even, I don't even think that that aspect's as important anymore. You know, going in with with the numbers, like we've seen so many times, people recently, especially, have gone because with with advantages and idols, have gone in without the numbers and it's been completely blown up. So, like, I, I wonder if their point of view is, you know, just just literally make the merge and and we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. I'm, that's probably the point of view for most people when they play Survivor, but you know what I mean. Like, like whoever mm-hmm. I make it with, there with whatever. Um, yeah. And so, and, and part of the shorter game, I don't think there's these deep bonds. Exactly. You know, yeah. you're playing 18 days with people versus 12, 13 yep. before the merge. Now. Yep. Um, yeah, that's another great point too. So, um, I, you know, I think I think he made uh, he made the, both the move that was in the best interest of the show, and and probably honestly in his best interest too. Um, it's just a matter of now you go to the other side of it. Well, can I control Jim, Jim and Carolyn? Uh, and right. I'm not hundred percent sure Carson, Carson can. Uh, so in Sarah, so Sarah, Sarah, does Sarah get her, her vote back next yeah, tribal? She, or is she one will more? be she a, a full back. player next tribal. Yeah. Because Matt is now down 
uh matt is has it for two straight right yeah and he still hasn't gone so yeah he might not go to the merge that that would that would be wild um that's something to watch yeah, I think um, only Omar is the only player to not mm-hmm. have a vote at the merge mm-hmm. so far. But to not have two votes, you know, that that's that's that, challenging to try to find your footing without the only, you know, form of currency you have. So say I I it's one of the one of the one of the twists I hate. Um, you know, it's not even necessarily a, a new twist. It's something that's been in the game for a while, but it's just the, the it does seem like a lot more often now though players are losing their votes yeah. kind of left and right and I think that uh votes are the one thing these players shouldn't lose um it's funny i was watching like a like a brief like kind of like short documentary video on how how impactful uh the first season of of, uh survivor was you know both Mm -hmm. the pop culture it's reality tv and all that and uh, like watching people literally gather around in bars and stuff like when it came time to vote it was so it was so important both to the game and like to the actual like viewing aspect of it too it was like so intense mm. and i feel like it's just so lost now yeah uh, with this game and once again I'm, I'm i'm still enjoying it i'm having fun i don't mean like shit all over it every time we talk about it at this point but it is like we're, like we're going on now four seasons since coming back from covid of of them doing the same type of things and i just i hate losing the vote it just it does it really does feel like a lot of these, a lot of these votes now uh, have, have, have so much air has been sucked out of them uh, that it's just they're obviously still very important and will occasionally get like a huge twist. But between the the, the shot in the dark and players being able to to steal votes and players being able to, you know, like Matt losing it for two straight tribals, like it just stinks. It, it, it's so crazy watching, especially the first season, just how intense and how important those 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 tribals were and obviously i'm sure a lot of us have grown kind of numb to it after you know 21 22 years of 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 this um but it's it's something that's that's just another aspect that i feel like has really kind of been lost in the current game that tribal just doesn't have the impact that it that it, that it used to it occasionally will you know we'll occasionally get a huge twist or something like that but mm-hmm. um we lose the element too of a lot of the times of the debate beforehand back at camp but there's yeah. so many times last season we lost it um through through the edit of like well wait wait a minute why did this yeah. person vote this way yeah and i mean that's not even just the the post-covid like i remember edge of extinction was a mess with this too mm-hmm. the, in my estimation the reason it doesn't feel as impactful is because the show's no longer trying to explain to you why someone goes home they're trying yep. to like surprise you yeah which it like every now and then it, like it should be as surprising to you as it is to like the majority of the players right yeah yep. like if something crazy happened one person flips and half the tribe is surprised by that then it can be surprising but we don't need every vote to be a surprise and i think that's where survivors lost kind of mm-hmm. its uh oomph, if you will but uh yeah other than that dylan anything uh you want to talk about that we didn't get to on this one I think we pretty much covered everything. You know, it was a great episode. Not exactly a whole lot happened. We had, mm-hmm. we had, we had the few, we had the few isolated incidents, incidents we talked about. Um, you know, I, we talked about all the things we didn't like, but overall, you know, I'm still having fun. I'm really glad to be watching Survivor Live each week, be able to talk to my friends about it. 
Yes. Um, and, and, you know, it's, 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 I more uh, look forward to the podcast than the episode. I, I, I do too, but occasionally, you know, we saw last season and in 42, you know how much I hate 41, but uh, we saw it, yeah. like we will occasionally get the, the, the strings of like one or two really great episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like this cast can pull it off. Mm-hmm. Um, just keep Carolyn around. That's, that's, that's my big takeaway from this week too. And, <laughs> and also super, super quick. Um, the, uh, I sidetracked from it when I brought it up, but the very beginning of the episode where we, we go back to, to uh, Ratu um and brandon kind of being like well what the fuck and uh it kind of plays back to why i think jamie do jamie um giving up her vote was such a such a big f you to the rest of her tribe the exact reason that that uh, brandon went after kane you know kane completely thrown under the bus for being for for going with what was the majority vote um you know Lauren, Lauren would have, or, um, uh, Lauren, yeah, Lauren would have probably voted for Brandon if she had her vote, and then obviously Maddie, Maddie voted for Brandon, but she was the, voted off. Um, yeah. such a big, uh, Jamie screwed. I would be pissed if I was Kane about Jamie rolling her dice. You know, whatever to Matthew, because there was some sort of connection there with Brandon. You know, Matthew made out with it. Matthew was also probably nervous. Maybe he would be the the backup vote. Mm-hmm. Um, so whatever. But Jamie, just a big, yeah. Uh, I feel like that that wasn't like brought up enough. <laughs> like I hope it eventually is. They're like, oh, congrats on being the first one to you know get that. It was yeah. like maybe the most useless um, uh, shot in the dark ever that just happened to win. But yeah. uh, I thought I thought that was interesting, and that's obviously something to watch too. Uh, you know that Brandon and Kane aspect because uh, Brandon wasn't like something he seemed to get over. Uh, And Kane kind of realized like how screwed he was. So that's kind of a chaotic tribe. You know, we have whatever with, with Tika and Carolyn and wherever that goes. But uh, Ratu, it's like, I I don't think anybody's really loyal to anybody in that tribe right now. And who who knows? And I think that's, I honestly think maybe Ratu might be the bad gameplay tribe. Mm -hmm. I mean, who who knows? We'll see. Definitely. Yeah. It'll be interesting. I don't, where can they find you online? Uh, Follow me on Twitter. DJ Cleverlang. Um, I'm going to be doing more stuff eventually, you know, as the sun's yes. starting to pop out. Um, me and Brian, we, we like every other week we talk about bringing, coming back with a wicked good show. We will eventually. Yeah, yeah we will. Um, we will. Um, listen to all our other shows. Brian's going to go over, but yeah, follow me on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Follow me on Letterboxd. I'm all on DJ Cleverlang with everything. Um, yes. Hoping to maybe go to the movies for the first time in like six, six months to go see Creed three this week. We'll oh, see. Yeah. That one looks really good. Yes, I was watching a trailer of that earlier today. That looks great. And the but, Oscars, uh, the Oscars this this Sunday, I'm probably not going to watch uh, at least not live because Last of Us, and yep, because of uh, events uh, last year. And now I'm like, am I falling out with the Oscars? Even though I used to absolutely adore that night, like the Super Bowl. But um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so fun week. And obviously, listen to uh, yeah. listen to uh, to uh, uh, podcasts on on Last of Us. Big finale coming up. Really hope it's like another 90 minute long episode, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Should be good. Um, if you're interested in listening to a podcast and that, check out our, our podcast, Worth Fighting For. We cover The Last of Us here on the channel. Uh, and of course, you can follow me on Twitter at the Fake Divine. It's BMARR. Channel's on Twitter at Where You Get Everything. It's on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Where You Get Everything. TikTok, Where You Get Everything. Uh, other than that, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next one. Yes, see you next week. Ben, please, come on. Let's figure out this contract. Come back. Yes, please.